0: Hey there, Gary Parish. Welcome back to the CBS Sports I Own College Basketball Podcast, where we sometimes discuss camel fighting dodo birds, leaky black, and grave deer felts. I own College Basketball Podcast is presented by Jersey Mike's subs. Jersey Mikes, sub above. Matt Norlander is here with me. If you're watching on YouTube, please smash the like button like your Brandon Davies. You have consent. if you haven't yet, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Knock that out while you're here. Let's get into it. Not sure. You guys realize, uh, but something significant happened uh, this week for the first time since 2013. Kim Pom is now rating the Mountain West Conference as a better conference than the ACC. The order goes like this Conference rankings according to Kim Pom number one, no surprise, the Big 12, number two, the Big 10, number three, the Big East, number four, the SEC, number five, the Pac 12, number six, the Mountain West Conference, number seven. The ACC. Deadlag, you tweeted this fact on Thursday morning. I gather your mentions got lit up. So, what's the verdict from your perspective? Is the Mountain West really better than the Atlantic Coast Conference?
1: Well, that's, yeah, this, man, oh, man. I didn't realize ACC basketball fans could channel their inner SEC football honks and cape up for a conference like this. It's just it's just empirical data that's all it is and it wasn't even you know just it's obviously notable and it had happened in the past couple of days and it's not the first time but yes as i did tweet that uh, that swap has happened and if the acc finishes 7th in conference ratings at Palm, it will be the worst season for the conference in that metric and it ranks conferences all the way back to 96 97 So it really does stand to reason that it would be the worst season in the history of the league unless, you know, we want to really dig into how how things looked back in 63-64, right? So that's part of it. Um, The Mountain West is having a good season. Uh, By the way, it's not just Ken Palm. There was a lot of, you know, people love to attack these computers. There was also a lot of people don't really understand how Ken Palm works. Like there are, I had a number of folks just chirping and basically going back at each other. I didn't engage in any of this conversation, but saying these rankings are determined by preseason bias. Just so you're all aware that the, all of the preseason bias has been faded out entirely. 100% at Ken Palm for a few weeks. Now, this is all in season data that it is comparing against each other. And the net rankings actually has the mountain West fifth in the ACC seventh with the PAC 12 at six overall in conference ratings, there. If you look elsewhere at league by league ratings, the ACC is outside the top five and the top six in a number of them. The Mountain West has a good case. Uh, there's a couple of ways we can go with it on this. Uh, the biggest is, yeah, the ACC is having a down season. Uh, it, it doesn't have a, a lot of good teams at the top. It's got a ton of dead weight at the bottom. And then the middle is solid. You know, that's evidenced by projections and NCAA tournament. There was a lot I wish of that. My, like, I, well, wish my,
0: I wish my middle was solid. Yeah,
1: well, you can get there. I have faith in you. I have confidence.
0: But, yeah, five,
1: six teams going to get to the tournament. Seven seems like a stretch to me, frankly, given the, the lack of quad one opportunities and how this will probably shake out over the next month before we get to Selection Sunday. I would be skeptical that seven ACC teams can actually make the tournament. Uh, I think five is most likely and six is on the table. But this is also a byproduct of having 15 teams in your league. You know, you got this many, you're going to wind up having, and yeah, some of it, there was a lot of, okay, take Louisville out. Where does the ACC rank? That's not how this works. You have Louisville in the league. Okay, if you're going to do that, take Virginia out. And how's it going to, you, you have to count Louisville. It's it's historically awful. It's flirting right now. It's 304th at Ken Palm. If it finishes <laughs> at that, it will be the worst big six slash power conference team finish ever. It would, it would set the record narrowly. But it would, but it would set the record. Uh, so I get all that. But Notre Dame's terrible. Georgia Tech is terrible. Virginia Tech has fallen off a cliff. Florida State's not good. Boston College isn't good. So you've got the bottom third of the league that is dragging you down. Conversely, the Mountain West benefits because it doesn't. It's not one. The teams did well outside of league play. Collectively, the Mountain West had one of its better non-conference winning percentages that it's ever had. And then you've got teams that have just that. Wyoming's been bad, undeniably. And that's just been a mess. It's been a a terrible situation there. Uh, And Colorado State has been a huge disappointment. But UNLV's done well. San Jose State is good for the first time, like ever. Air Force just lost some games recently in conference play, but even it had played better as of late, in addition to the fact that it has five teams in the mix to go to the NCAA tournament. I think the ACC will send as many or more than the Mountain West. I think the Mountain West is going to ultimately your best case scenario there is four. I don't really think five are, are getting there, GP uh, and the ACC more likely there, but it is the entirety of the conference. These, these rankings, these algorithms, these computers, they don't, they don't care about anything other than what the data is presenting. And what the data is presenting is that the mountain West on balance on the whole is narrowly ahead of what the ACC is this season. And that's just the breaks. It doesn't mean that the ACC won't a lot of, a lot of, okay, I don't, yeah, know ACC stinks. We heard this last year. How'd that work out for you? Duke and Carolina in the final four. doesn't mean I think you don't see the forest for the trees in that kind of example, because these those are also smaller sample sizes. This is just looking at the context of months and months and weeks and weeks of data. And right now, the ACC is behind the Mountain West. It just is what it is, man. It doesn't mean the ACC can't send three teams to the second week of the tournament. That obviously can happen. I think my, I'm way in on Miami. I think Virginia is good enough to make the final four, but top two, bottom. The bottom team, the worst team, counts just as much as your best team, and right now, the Mountain West has been a better of league.
0: What What I hear you saying is that the ACC's quickest fix is probably just to kick Louisville out of the league, send them to the Southern Conference. Is that Is that what you're suggesting?
1: No, those are your words. But it, it, listen, if you want to get if you want to get hairy with it. I'm all for it. There is is a problem having 15 teams. This is going to be something, by the way, that the SEC and the Big Ten are going to discover in three, four, five, six years from now. When those are 16-team leagues, you will have anywhere from two to five schools on an annual basis bringing your conference down. Uh, Now, you'll have higher inventory, so you'll have a good chance of getting six, seven, eight teams into the tournament. Like You'll have a good chance, but you will also have some real dregs of the conference that are are going to just sag your metrics.
0: I... I don't think the big biggest problem for the ACC is having 15 teams because um, you can the the majority in theory, there's literally nothing that prevents most of your teams from regardless of how many you have from having strong computer numbers. I mean, the Big 12 is maybe going to get 80 percent of its league in the NCAA tournament. Now, I know not as many teams, but still, like, you, you, 80% of your league, the Big 12 is proven, can can be good. The The biggest problem for the ACC is some of its best programs, historically speaking, are not doing well right now, most notably Louisville. Like, Louisville's one of the best basketball programs of all time and, like, has won a national championship, what, within the past decade. And, I mean, it's 304th at Kenpah. I mean, that's, it's unimaginable for yes. them to be as bad as they are. Like, if you go back in, to 1984 and tell somebody, yeah, Louisville's going to be this and Georgetown's going to be this, it's like, what? But here we are. Beyond that, you know, North Carolina is one of the biggest brands in the sport, outside of the top 30 of Ken Palm. Florida State has consistently been good under Leonard Hamilton. Not so much past two years especially not this year. Um, Notre Dame was consistently good under Mike Bray. Not right now. Um, you know, Georgia tech had you know a, a couple of good seasons under Josh pastor right now ranked outside of the top 200 at Ken Palm. So when you only have one team in the top 25 of Ken Palm and some of your strongest brands are really struggling relative to what they're supposed to be, that, that that's, that's how you get where we are uh, today. Um, Like you said, the Mountain West is fifth in the net. ACC is seventh. So the Mountain West in two – I think the two most prominent computers that get referenced, um, the Mountain West is ahead of of the ACC. That said, I'm not actually convinced that the Mountain West is a better basketball league, even in this season, than the ACC. I know what the computers say, and I'm not trying to argue with the computers. I know you were trying to convince – explain – to folks who were going back and forth on Twitter, how computer works as I, uh, uh, as somebody who ranks 26 teams every morning and tweets it, just trust me when I tell you, I don't mean all all fans are dumb because they're obviously not, but most fans who argue with computers and tweet about the top 25 and one, my experience suggests they ain't ain't the brightest ones. So you ain't, you ain't going to convince them of anything but even though the computer's rank the Mountain west better than the acc i'm not con- i'm not convinced that the Mountain west conference is actually better than the acc right now i've got one mount west conference team in my top 25 and one at san diego state at 18 and i've got three acc teams in the top 25 and one virginia miami nc state uh both leagues have two top 30 kenpom teams acc has three uh Top 30 net teams. Mountain West Conference has two, but the Mountain West Conference has five top 40 net teams. ACC only has three. So to sort through this, remember when you used to have the uh, ACC Big Ten Challenge? The great arbiter of our times, of course. You remember, you remember that thing?
1: Yeah, that, trust me, that there was also plenty of that uh, in the quote tweets. <laughs> ACC
0: beat the Big Ten in the Big Ten ACC Challenge. Yeah, that doesn't,
1: that's like 1.7% yeah, that, that, of the schedule. Love
0: to hear that's, it. That's another dumb thing that somebody would say. As, as if, like, matchups and where Not the exactly. game is played doesn't zero. determine I, that. I, I know, I know. I've been trying to tell you, man. They don't make you take an IQ test to get a Twitter account. Boy, I wish they did, but they don't. So for fun, I put together an ACC Mountain West Conference Challenge. With the best net teams matched against each other. We're going to put them on neutral courts. The Mountain okay. West Conference has six teams in the top 100 of the net. So, like, I made this a six team deal because we don't need to go further than top 100 of the net.
1: Fair enough. Uh, we're not, we're not digging. Okay. We're, we're not digging down to, uh, to Air Force here. All right. Fair enough.
0: Yeah. I'm not going to put Louisville against Air Force. All the right. Joe
1: Scott disrespect on this podcast will not cease.
0: I'd love to see Louisville against Air Force for the record I'll take air force. 6 games top 6 teams in the ACC against top 6 teams in the Mountain West Conference neutral court matched up against each other. Again, this won't prove anything, but I think it's a fun exercise. I'm going to let you pick the winners of these games, okay? No. The first game on a neutral court in let's put all these games at the Pentagon.
1: Now, well, let's let's t- let's 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 tour around the country here. Let's go. The first one we're going, uh, we're going uh, Wellsboro, Pennsylvania. Here we okay. go. Okay,
0: we got Virginia versus San Diego State in Wellsboro,
1: Wellsboro, Pennsylvania. Here we go. In
0: Wellsboro, okay. Who are you taking, Virginia or San Diego State?
1: I am taking Virginia. It's one I mean, nothing. Here, it's here one go. nothing,
0: and and for the for whatever it's worth, I agree with you. I would take okay. Virginia as well. Game two, Duke versus Boise State. Where are we Let's playing this get, one? We're gonna go Poplar Bluff, Missouri. In Poplar Bluff, Missouri, Duke versus Boise State. Who are you taking? Taking Duke. Okay, you see where we're I'm going not, here. I'm not, I'm not overly confident in it,
1: but I'm taking. Is Derek Whitehead available? No. Hmm.
0: I'm still taking Duke. Okay. It's 2-0 ACC. Off to a nice start. They should maybe try to make this happen. Get some confidence back in your league. Here we go. Game three, Miami versus Nevada.
1: I got just the the spot.
0: Where do you want to play this one? Fergus Falls, Minnesota. Here we go. Okay, we're taking Miami. Boy, imagine having to leave Miami and go to where? Where are we going again? Fergus Falls, Fergus Falls, Minnesota. That's right. I'm sure it's beautiful. Miami against Nevada in Fergus Falls, Minnesota. Who are you taking? Right.
1: Gosh, they should just put us in charge of scheduling. Um, you know what? Hmm. We're gonna. There, there is. The, there is a chance. There's going to be an upset in this mix. I'm going Nevada in this one. OK, yeah, the offer getting it done. We're going to Nevada. They're hot as of late. Yeah. Give Nevada the win
0: 2 one ACC heading into game four, which is NC State versus Utah State. Where you want to play it? Roswell, New Mexico in Roswell, New Mexico. Is this a s- somewhat home court advantage? Because Utah State would be somewhat used to playing in the state of New Mexico. I feel like you got to move it. I feel like you got to move it. All right, we're moving it. We're moving it. Let's go uh, Let's go, Billings, Montana. In Billings, Montana, NC State against Utah State. Who are you taking? Keep in mind, one of these teams Ooh. has Terquavion. I know. I got to go NC
1: State in this one. Utah State uh, does not have a quad one win yet. So,
0: hasn't proven it yet. That's an NC State victory. 3-1 ACC. Game 5 north carolina versus new mexico where you want to play this one we're gonna go up to uh let's go up to my old stomping grounds we're gonna burlington vermont we're gonna play this one in burlington vermont be north carolina versus new mexico who you taking Everyone's
1: going to take North Carolina, and New Mexico's going to win. That's what's going to happen here. <laughs>
0: That's exactly what's going to. happen. I'm going to Mexico. And Armando everyone Bacon wins. is going to. Armando Bacon is is going to scold his teammates after they lose. There's going to be. Here's what's going to happen. The New Mexico
1: the six guys are going to show up for this game because everyone else quit. Now you want to the bench.
0: What it? What it? We haven't got an update on that yet. Do we know if anybody quit? we do, we don't have an update there text, was a, leaky, text leaky and find out if if, if everybody quit. what if like i haven't leaky. heard from leaky i got i got to
1: believe leaky sticking around what? i got to believe it yeah
0: but leaky does way. not strike me as the type that would quit on his university
1: i would agree with that i would agree hey listen the lobos have a win at saint mary's which we will get to by the way um so they have they have a high quality non conference win in addition to winning at san diego state yeah why not New Mexico over UNC. Deal with it. Okay, so it's three
0: two now. Oh wow. Okay. Okay, One we're more. going into game game six. It'll be Pitt versus UNLV. Where you want to play it?
1: Rehoboth Beach, Delaware.
0: In Delaware. Yeah. Home of the credit card. Who who's the mountain? West? Okay. What? I think there's a. I think every credit card I've ever had, you got something to do with Delaware. Oh, okay. Is that true or not? Am I making that up? I feel like he Delaware is the home of the credit card.
1: You might be making it up. Uh, Who's the West
0: opponent here for Pitt? It's the home. Delaware is the home of President Biden. Is that true? Yes. Aubrey Plaza. Do you say so? And credit cards. Rank those three things in order in whatever rank them. President Biden, Aubrey Plaza and credit cards.
1: <laughs> I'm going to pass on the ranking. But okay. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to pass.
0: Pitt versus UNLV in Delaware.
1: That's going to be Pitt. That is Pitt for sure. UNLV flying cross country. Yeah, that's that's uh ACC wins 4-2 on our National Barnstorming Tour of uh of a highly desired, you didn't even know how much you wanted, an ACC Mountain West Challenge. 6 teams apiece piece only. But the ACC has it. I get the point and I know you get this too, but as a reminder, it's every team. That's what this is. So, if you want to chop each league off at the knees and say, let's go top nine versus top nine. Then yeah, I, there's no doubt about it. I'm taking the ACC versus the mountain West, but because there's, you know, there's irregularity here. The ACC has five more teams than the mountain West. That's that, the mountain West benefits from that. So yeah, I would agree with that, but it doesn't get around the fact that the ACC is struggling mega. I mean, here are the notable wins in non-conference for the ACC. Virginia's got some good ones. Baylor and Illinois. It's also one at Michigan. Okay. Pitt's, Pitt's only like really good win out of the out of league is at Northwestern. Okay. Clemson, home versus Penn State. What else you got? This is only out of league. Miami has beaten Providence on a neutral at UCF, home versus Rutgers. Cool. Duke has Xavier at the PK-85, Ohio State at home. What does that even mean anymore? And Iowa and New York City, okay, fair enough. Wake's only really good win is at Wisconsin, and Wisconsin's not a tournament team. Carolina, only quad one win. Ohio State at the CBS Sports Classic. And then the Michigan win in Charlotte for the, for the Jordan event. All right. Like we'll see, I guess. And then Virginia tech has a win over Penn state and Oklahoma state. There's just not a ton there. There's not a lot of meat on the bone. And because there was not a lot of big performance outside of league play. Yes. These things inform these rankings as they should. And it's why, you know, how you win games on November 17th informs where you get seated. That's fair. That's what it should be. And that's why the ACC finds itself where it is. I, I, I still think they've got a good chance at showing themselves well in March, but you know, Andrew Carter, who does a great, great job covering a variety of things across that region has been an ACC uh, reporter down there for a while. He even said this morning, he's like, you know, I, I, I've never seen the ACC be this bad before. Like, it's just, uh, you know, it, there's just no denying it. Um, it's not, uh, cosmetically, it's not that appealing. Um, he also said, you know, because the college game is so full of parody, it wouldn't surprise him at all to see the conference make up for it in March. I agree with that as well. Um, but ACC fans are just not accustomed to this. And I get that. Like, if you are if you are an ACC fan and you're over the age of 35, for the majority of your years, if you watched from 10 years old until four or five years ago, the ACC was reliably, reliably, one of the three best conferences in the country on an annual basis. And then from a tradition standpoint, obviously, as proud as pretty much any league in the sport there and now it's just reached this point where yeah and i get it like there was some folks poking fun and, and like you know pitt finally gets this moment and the acc sucks maybe these things are connected i get it like i understand like that's you know i i, oh, I don't think, think i
0: don't think there's any doubt that clemson and pitt being tied for first has yeah. something to do with the acc not being good these things are connected i parish i agree with you Bang on
1: 100% because that combined with Syracuse only making headlines for Jim Boeheim putting his foot in his mouth and Duke not having K anymore. And Duke's a good team. It's not a great team. UNC, all the hype. Now it's it's dancing on the fence to even make the tournament. These things are all connected. And they also, in addition just to what the data is providing us, the, the talking points, what we're seeing on the screen, the lack of uh, buzz and the lack of, frankly, Relevancy from from a lot of these schools in terms of consistently staying inside the top five, the top ten, or even the top twenty five period. That also adds to the overall impression of the ACC, which is it's just having a it's just having a down year. Fortunately enough for the ACC, the top end has been good enough where you're not you're not in a Pac twelve situation. Like you're not in any danger of only three teams going to the tournament. That's not going to happen. You're going to have multiple representation there. But where are these teams going to be seated? And might you be in a Mountain West type of situation? It's my last thing. Because remember, we talked about it a few episodes ago. The Mountain West it hasn't done jack in the tournament. And the Mountain West deserves its reputation because on a certain level, yeah, what you do in March should mean a ton. I get all of that. I get it absolutely. I, and there's no disagreement for me on that. But what we might wind up seeing is the A.C. Virginia will get a good seed. Miami might. But other than that, like potentially, but a lot of these teams could be stuck anywhere between Six, seven, all the way down to going to Dayton. And so because of that, yeah, the ACC might send five or six, but really one might break through the second weekend.
0: If you get the right credit card, you can get like Marriott points, Delta points. Can you get points with Aubrey Plaza? Does Aubrey Plaza offer you points? I'm not sure. Maybe we should ask her by all means. Somebody tweet Aubrey Plaza, see if she can get you credit card points. If not, might be a slight edge to credit cards. The we have any- okay, I
1: was just going to say, if we have any listeners out there in Fergus Falls, please find us.
0: Oh, I've already got a tweet from Brian. I don't know if he's from Fergus Falls, but he's very familiar with Fergus Falls. Seems enthusiastic about the place. Love it. All the stuff you said about the ACC can also be said about the Mountain West Conference in terms of they don't have wins out of the league. Yeah, Almost almost all of the Mountain West Conference's best wins are wins over each other. You ready? I'll, let me run you through this. San Diego State's best non-league win, it's Ohio State. <laughs> Ohio State, by the way. <laughs> they can't beat
1: anybody. Everything's connected to everything. Everything is connected to Ohio State. That's too good.
0: Ohio State is 1-10 in, in the past 11 games. And still, is a quad one win on the road. I think Taftia they're forty thirty ninth at Ken Palm. Oh my goodness! Computer tricker situation there. Mega Nevada's best non league win. Sam Houston State.
1: I've been saying it forever. Watch out for the Bearcats
0: with, with a, a K. K. With a K. Yes, <laughs> that's right, buddy. With a K. Sam Houston State seventy seventh at Ken Palm. They got to also have a win over Tulane, which is 79. Boise State's best non league win is over Texas A M. That's not bad. Texas A M is pretty good, competing for an. They're not really competing for an SEC title. Alabama's winning the SEC, but they're like competing for second in the SEC. Thirty fifth at Ken Palm. That's not bad, but that's what it is. Utah State's best non league win. Oral Roberts, fiftieth at Ken Palm. Oral Roberts with a K. And New Mexico's best non-league win, you ready for this one? St. Mary's, possible computer tricker situation. So the Mountain you- West Conference has one win over a top 30 Kenpom team out of the conference, and that one win came against St. Mary's, which is, I'm just wondering aloud. I'm just wondering aloud. It's a possible computer tricker situation. So what what so I understand why people might be skeptical of the league. You combine what it did in the in the NCAA tournament last season, 0 and 4, multiple blowouts, and you combine it with the the fact that they really don't have any good league uh, wins outside of their league. They're just they they got five teams with pretty good computer numbers and they beat each other. It's true. What's they your verdict? Be- What's the better league right now?
1: Mm, so many ways to interpret the question, though. Wow, we are
0: 25 minutes in on this topic. Are you kidding yeah. me? I'm not sure that's smart. <laughs>
1: I know we, we <laughs> miscalculated. Um, I would, I, I will not refute what the data show. And there may have been at least one ACC coach who has reached out to vehemently push back on this uh, with the Mountain West. Uh, but I would take the ACC overall. If you really, if, if, we, if we, there's no, we can't duplicate the Mountain West program. So if you win every single Mountain West team and then corresponded to the ACC, then I'm taking the ACC. But you have 15 teams. They'll drag you down. You get the good with the bad, and that's where we're
0: at. What if Jim Behind this weekend just opens his press conference by saying, you know, Utah State bought a team? I'm not putting it out of the question. Nevada bought a team. You need Behind
1: Nico Medved better watches us. ass. Okay. <laughs>
0: What <laughs> if Jim Beheim goes after Nico Medved this weekend? That's that's what I'm at. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. You know i I've, I've heard a little bit about this Mountain West Conference ACC debate. I just want you to know Utah State went out and bought a team. Wyoming went out. Wyoming went out and bought a team, and then lost its entire team. Exactly, and then four guys transferred. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, I think I think the ACC is still better. I think the ACC is better. I think the ACC has better teams than the Mountain West Conference, even if I think the ACC is down. But I love those Mountain West Conference games. I'll tell you that they're they're
1: entertaining as hell. They, they're great. They, they,
0: you put you put any of those top five against each other, and it's a great environment yes. and a fun game. I love watching them. I just don't know how. I just I would still take the top five or six of the ACC over the top five or six of the Mountain West Conference. And I understand the bottom of the league matters, but I still think you chop it up however you want to chop it up. I'll take the ACC.
1: Last thing. thing, Now to cut this and let's put it to Twitter. ACC versus Mountain West in the NCAA tournament. Let's guess how many tournament wins for each, each conference. Tournament wins total. I will say, give me... Give me... Six wins for the ACC and give me two wins for the Mountain
0: West. I was going to say two for the Mountain West because I think San Diego State will get one and maybe more. It's somebody else. I, I think somebody else will get one. I don't know for sure, but I think it's possible. I'll go two Mountain West and then I don't know what the number is for the ACC, but it's going to be more than two. <laughs> I mean, do, I mean, me number. I guess I said six. you can say three. You can say 13. I'm going to say 13 then. All right. 13 wins for the ACC. Not 13. 13. I will say, well, North Carolina is going to get five. You know how this works. Just (laughs) lock it in. Okay. Wins in the NCAA tournament, Mount West Conference or North Carolina? Carolina. Who gets more?
1: You know what? It's actually a pretty damn compelling (laughs) question. It really is. It really is. I will go. uh, I want to say push, but... Pushes as the as uh, the Weasley way out. I will say Mountain West.
0: I guess I would take Mountain West there as well. But like, it won't be surprising if North if North Carolina. It won't be that surprising or surprising at all. Maybe if North Carolina gets more wins in the NCAA tournament than the than the Mountain West conference. All right, I'll go, tweet I'll go. i right I'm
1: gonna tweet it out. I'm gonna tweet out that poll right now.
0: And we probably got this. Is the longest opening. I I honestly
1: thought we'd be in and out in 11
0: minutes. We haven't crapped on Kentucky for 30 straight minutes before. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. All right. You tweet the poll. Let's move on. Two top 10 Kimpom teams lost to unranked teams since we last recorded. We'll spend a few minutes on that next, but first a word from our partners. So two top 10 Kimpom teams, two top 10 net teams lost to unranked teams since we last recorded on Wednesday. Tennessee lost at Vanderbilt. Shouts to Shane Foster on Thursday. St. Mary's lost to Loyola Marymount, shouts to Bo Kimball. UT is now number four at Ken Palm, number three in the net. St. Mary's is number seven at Ken Palm, number seven in the net. Neither would be seated accordingly by the selection committee if we were putting a bracket together right now. Dead leg, simple question. Are these computer trickers? Both of them? Neither of them or one of them? I can't get you points is my is, is the thing I'm is the thing I can't stress enough.
1: Tennessee, Tennessee. Here's the thing with Tennessee. The, the, they're not good. They got a ninth. Tennessee's worst.
0: not good. Tweet that out. While, tweet that out. Why you're why you're. Tweeting. I have.
1: I already have, by the way.
0: The, <laughs> Put a poll together. Who wins more NCAA tournament games this season? North Carolina or the Mountain West Conference? P.S. Tennessee's not good.
1: The tweet's already gone out, so the time has passed. They're they're one of the most uninspiring 19 and five teams I've ever seen in my life. And they're in the number one life? rated team on, they're, the, they're the number one rated defensive team in the country. And it's not arguable at this point. Although uh, I, right there at St. Mary's is not that far behind them on defense. I've got I don't know St. Mary. We'll get to them in a second. Tennessee. I guess I guess Vandy was due right. Had lost twelve in a row to the Vols. They pull out a buzzer-beating win, and the the, the shot got off from the corner. 0.1 second left. Like it, you know, it was almost a win. But if you're Tennessee and you're really good, you're a top-five team. You're not in that position to begin with. I know you're on the road. I know it's an in-state battle. But you're you're up on Vandy by ten with twenty seconds to go. You know that wasn't the case though. So two losses in the past three, and Tennessee also. Got handled at the O-Dome on February 1st. So lost two of the past three. And then the win was a 46-43 ghastly arrangement against Auburn. So, yeah, there's some computer tricking going on with with Tennessee. I'm starting to believe, though, that everyone is going to fade Tennessee. And then... That's going to lead to Tennessee making the final four. That's what's going to
0: happen. Everybody's going to be like, oh, you can't trust them. And then they'll play North Carolina in the national championship game.
1: Exactly. That's false false heels for the title. Exactly. That's where we're headed. So a little bit on that. St. Mary's. Listen, you're almost almost certain. Unless you're a West Coast listener, you were almost certainly uh, in bed when this went down. But Loyola Marymount has picked off Gonzaga and St. Mary's in the same season. For what I'm going to guess is the first time uh, since like '91, Jared Burson lot- would never guess on such a thing. I'm guessing, but I'm guessing. I'm guessing right here. Uh, St. Mary's and Gonzaga, same season. Shouts to Stan Johnson. The Lions have, uh, you know, they've had they've had a couple of losses that are regrettable inside league play, but they've got some good wins there, and that's that's really really cool for them. St. Mary's, you know, you come off the the big OT Gonzaga win, and then play five days later and it's on the road i get it loyal and marymount was a top 100 team going into it it's not a gimme but you get uh you get picked off there and it's the first of three games on the road so if you want to circle back to your talking point with the gales being computer trickers you've earned that and the floor is entirely yours
0: um I, i i tweeted on wednesday night um after tennessee lost at the buzzer first let me ask you this because there was a, an intense argument in the CBS Broadcast Center between Chris Walker and Wally Zerbiak about whether Tennessee should have helped off the shooter mm. in those final seconds. I won't tell you who was arguing which side, but what side are you on? Do you do you not help to try to stop the driver and leave an open shooter in the corner? Or do you help and just live with the result?
1: I would help and live with the result, particularly given time remaining. Plus, you know, yeah. Julian Phillips didn't capitalize there late. I would I would I would help. And then you live with it. They barely got the shot off.
0: That's right. I think I agree with you. You help and then you live with what happened. And like, I mean, literally one tenth of a second later, the shot didn't even get off. So I think you live with that. But like it was it was. Usually somebody will back down. Nobody was backing down on this one. Wally Zerbiak was saying that is at every level of basketball, you are taught to to help from the weak side. And and so that Tennessee played it right and then just got burnt. Chris Walker was arguing you cannot leave that shooter. You're 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 ahead by two. Make him make the layup. Worst case scenario, you go to overtime. Um But once you help off the shooter, you're putting yourself at risk of losing the game in regulation. I guess both are sensible on some level, but I think I'm on the side of, yeah, you you help. And maybe the guy didn't even get the shot off. And if he does, you live with the result. Either way, I tweeted on Wednesday night that that's now four losses to sub-40 net teams for Tennessee, which is a lot for a team whose fan base, at least, thinks it should be a number one seed in the NCAA tournament. Ever tell you about the time Tennessee fans couldn't stop calling me an idiot because I had Alabama ranked ahead of Tennessee? Every week. Woo! Woo! I ain't heard from them over the past couple of days. Not a single one. I think the internet's out in Knoxville. Here we go. Got to get broadband uh, issues. Got broadband issues. 5G issues in Knoxville. Hopefully they'll get that figured out at some point. So I tweeted that's four losses to sub forty net teams for Tennessee, um, and in those losses the Vols are averaging just sixty point three points and shooting only thirty four point seven percent from the field. Now, in fairness, Kentucky has moved up to fortieth in the net somehow, some way. So make it sub thirty nine net teams. Tennessee now has four, um, and the Vanderbilt men's basketball account tweeted back at me, okay, and said, "Quote: Good, good win for Vanderbilt." You mean that happened to me? It found me too. There was—I can't remember
1: what it was. Oh, uh, I, well, well, I can—I can tell you right. <laughs> I can tell you what it was because let me bring up the Vandy schedule here. Because someone lost to Vanderbilt. Who did Vanderbilt beat? Also, oh, that was. Oh, Arkansas. So Vandy beat Arkansas a month ago. And so I had some sort of tweet where I said, after Arkansas loses to Vandy, M dash, Vandy, M dash. Then I continued my thought. And so then the Vanderbilt Twitter account just replied to me, Vandy. And then I, and then what? And then I gave it a day and I tweeted back and I just said, Vandy. <laughs>
0: I wanted to tweet. I wanted to pop. But like, don't pop off at me. Van. he uh, you know like I like the sass. Keep being sassy. <laughs> the person behind that. I've, bring it on. I like. Now, here's the thing. I like Jerry Stackhouse. So there's no way I can reply to that.
1: You have no choice but to say you like Jerry Stackhouse. Because if you don't, he will block you.
0: Jerry Stackhouse ain't blocking me. <laughs> I know. I'm in the clear as well. But it's been me, known me that and he, Jerry he, Stackhouse follow each other. We're not blocking each other.
1: There we go. All right,
0: So there's no way for me to properly reply to that Vanderbilt men's basketball account without crapping on Jerry Stackhouse, which I did not want to do. I would just bring attention to something that would end up being interpreted as a indirect shot or perhaps a direct shot at Jerry Stackhouse. I didn't want to do that. But if I were going to reply, what I would have replied with is something along the lines of... uh Congrats, Vanderbilt, on improving to 2-7 and in Quadrant 1 games. Congratulations on moving up to 100 in the net. Now you're only three spots behind Cornell. You're only five spots behind UC Irvine. You're only 16 spots behind Furman. Stop disrespecting me, bro. You're only 39 spots behind Sam Houston. Congratulations. Maybe, maybe, just take your win and... When I'm trying to point out something about Tennessee that is undeniably disappointing for a team that's top 10 in the computers, maybe just be quiet.
1: Now the social media admins got GP
0: on a bender. He's <laughs> not going to forget this for five years. I'll never get over it. This is the thing that happens. And it's, let me be clear. It's not true with Vanderbilt. I love Jerry's deckhouse. I hope I've made that clear. Liar! I hope I've made that clear. People always accuse you of having these biases, right? I get accused of having an East Coast bias all the all the time. I live in the South. I get constantly accused of having an East Coast bias. My favorite one the, was the other day: <laughs> Arizona fan. These geniuses. I, uh, I, I have t- I have Kansas and Texas both ahead of Arizona in the top twenty-five and one, which is easily, uh, is easy Uncubble? to defend. Yeah, okay. easy to defend. Guy tweets me and says, uh, there you go with your East Coast bias. It's not like I put Providence in in Delaware ahead of Arizona. I'm not from the East Coast, and the two teams that they were complaining about are also not in even the Eastern time zone. Geniuses. Mm -hmm. UT (laughs) UT now has three losses outside of Quadrant One. Three losses outside of Quadrant One. St. Mary's, by the way, has four. Do you realize no other team in the top 20 of the AP poll has more than one? Mm. No other team in the top 20 of the current AP poll has more than one loss outside of Quadrant One. UT has three. St. Mary's has four. It's a possible computer tricker situation.
1: We're keeping an eye. We're keeping an eye. Let's
0: pick some games nada update me on these records how big is my lead now well you don't have a lead yet damn it one day i'm gonna ask that question and he's gonna be like you got a three-game lead gp that might be next week you went four and one four and one who's having a better week me or tennessee well you by default tennessee hasn't had a good week at all they lost to vandy what, what, what are
1: the records right now for those that uh, don't catch the graphic on social media? What, what is, where does GP stand and where do I stand all this season?
0: You are, Norlander, you are 40, 25, and 2. GP is only one game back. Oh, I'm coming. 39, 26, and 2. I'm on an upward trajectory. A My friend John Rothstein would describe me as somebody on an upward trajectory. He might even tweet buy stock now. Uh, let's just
1: go. Here we go.
0: Buy stock now in GP. <laughs> Game one. Saturday, 1 p.m. Eastern, number nine, Kansas, at Oklahoma, inside the Willie Warren Center. You can watch it on CBS. It's America's most watched network. It's the network of stars. Kim has it, Kansas, minus two.
1: If it's possible that Tennessee is the worst 19 and 5 team ever, could it possibly be possible that Oklahoma is the best 12 and 12 team ever? This team destroyed Alabama <laughs> 2 weeks ago and it's 12 and 12 and it has lost 6 of its past 7 games. I don't get it. I and it's actually said a few instances this year where by the way, Sam Houston State took them out. Shout's to the Bearcats with a K. I got to take Kansas in this spot, but it feels like a distinct possibility that Porter Mosier's, who uh, I almost called him. <laughs> I almost called him his Hoosiers Sooners. It is a Friday friends. It is a Friday. I will go with Bill self and the Jayhawks on the road straight up.
0: I'm going to take Kansas on the road as well. Lay in two points. Game two, Saturday, you ever notice that when we, I was thinking about this the other day, it's it's all like uh, it's like yeah, we got picks for, and we never, rarely, rarely explain why we're picking a team. We just oh, say no. a
1: team. I just,
0: I we're just trying to give you a heads up on
1: when these games are and That's who we play. It like, it's anyway. not really about picking the games. No with any sort of intelligence we're just 40, like into- 25 and 2 is completely circumstantial i cannot emphasize <laughs> yes. this
0: enough. it's it's uh, it's really this is really just a device to talk about some games we don't really care about picking them but they tell us that people like it when you pick games so here we are mm-hmm. it would be nice if you if you could get points from aubrey plaza though you know game two saturday 2 p.m eastern number three alabama at auburn Inside Chris Porter Arena. You can watch it on ESPN. Kimpom has it. Alabama minus three on the yeah, road. Yeah, this is the game
1: day game, and it's a two Eastern tip. The jungle will be ready. Auburn, it's a prove-it situation here. All right? right, uh, you're, you're quick. Here, 10 seconds. Quick thoughts. Tigers, how computer trickery are they right now, in your opinion?
0: I have them outside of the top 25 and one. I have always not always, but for a while, I've been lower on Auburn for much of the season than the AP poll. And certainly than the computers, I think if you look at Auburn's resume, there's not a whole lot there.
1: I would agree. I would agree. The tigers have lost four or five. The only win in that span at home against Georgia best wins this season, a neutral court win over Northwestern out in Vegas, uh, or out, excuse me, out in Mexico back in November, and they won against Arkansas, and Arkansas until a minute ago hadn't won on the road.
0: Auburn is so, not above. Albert is not above five hundred in the first two quadrants. Seven and seven in the first two quadrants, and five of those seven wins are in quadrant two.
1: Reminder: it only scored forty-three points against Tennessee last week, and then actually, then the, the, it flipped, and then on Tuesday, it got involved in a game. It was, it was. It was a quality game at A&M, but A&M wound up winning. So Auburn's got to show it in a big spot here. I got to see it before I can pick, a, pick the Tigers. I will take Bama to win on the road straight up. And uh, I don't think they'll run him out of the gym or anything like that, although Bama's been ridiculous. They're number one in my power rankings right now. But I don't think the game will be in doubt with two minutes to go. Give me the tie.
0: Let me put some numbers on Bama has been ridiculous. Alabama's 11-0 and in the SEC. 10 double-digit wins. They are treating the SEC the way the great Gonzaga teams tweet, uh, treat the WCC. 11-0, 10 double-digit wins. Average margin of victory in the SEC for Alabama, 22.3 points.
1: That's right. In the past, Look at this. It's in my graph, in my capsule. Past 12 games for Bama, the average score in a game that Bama's been involved in over the past 12 games, 85-63. to 63.
0: Beat Mississippi State by 11, Ole Miss by 22, Kentucky by 26, Arkansas by 15, LSU by 40, Vandy by 12. Take that, Vandy. Missouri by 21, Mississippi State by three, Vandy by 57. Take that, <laughs> Vanderbilt men's basketball account. It's an admin L right there. 57. 57. LSU by 10, Florida by 28. They are bombing everybody. It's the best league start for Alabama since 1955-56. You see the quote from Nate Oates? He said, I don't know who was in the SEC back yeah. then, but, <laughs> but I, I know we got a good league now. But they're making it not look like a good league. I agree with Nate Oates. The SEC is a good league with good teams, and they are bombing everybody. Kim Pom now projects Alabama to win the SEC by four games. And if that happens, most lopsided conference SEC race since – Trivia time.
1: Oh, okay. Hold on. For before the trivia time, you said it was fifty six, fifty seven. No, 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 no. Okay, no, no. This no.
0: Is a, it, I know. This is
1: the best. Yeah, fifty 56 fifty six. fifty. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to you right now.
0: Okay.
1: SEC no trivia time. Just a, just a rundown. SEC and fifty five, fifty six. Here are your teams in order. Bama ran the table, fourteen and zero. Kentucky was twelve and two. Vandy.
0: Okay. Vandy twelve and three. Tweet that. You don't Tweet credit. that credit? Tweet that Vanderbilt men's basketball account shouts
1: to 55 56 Auburn eight and six Tulane went seven and seven Georgia Tech eight and eight Tennessee seven and eight Mississippi State six and eight Louisiana State good old LSU six and nine nice Florida four and ten Ole Miss four and ten and then Georgia that's that's been bad for a long time <laughs> Georgia, went one How and was Georgia
0: bad every no matter the decade Georgia was bad
1: Georgia went one and Here's what I don't get, and we don't need to spend any more time than after I say the sentence. Bama played 14 league games, Georgia played 19. They went one and 18.
0: I don't get it. Who knows what the hell they were doing in the 50s? Alabama had games canceled because of COVID.
1: All right, there we go. What's the trivia time?
0: If Alabama wins this by four games, the SEC, it'll be the most lopsided SEC race since when?
1: So the last time an SEC school won at least four games above it, the rest. Won
0: the league by at least four games.
1: My first instinct is to say the undefeated Kentucky team.
0: That's right. 2015 Kentucky with Carl Anthony Towns and Devin Booker. Yeah. Won the league by five games. And Alabama is pushing in in, in that direction. All that said, I'm going to take Auburn at home. <laughs> Oh, okay. Look at you. This isn't even game three. I respect the jungle. I think Alabama is clearly the best team in the SEC. I think Alabama might be the best team in the country, even if it doesn't have the best resume. Purdue has the best resume. Alabama might be the best team in the country. I still – I respect the jungle. As a man who has spent time in the jungle, I respect that place. I'll take Auburn at home. Game three, number 21, UConn. At number 23, Creighton. It's inside the Connor Oberst Center. Mm. You can watch it on Fox. Kim pomp has got it Crate in minus one. Connor Oberst from Omaha? Yes, true, yes. Of course. Did not know that. Yes. Good stuff. Folks,
1: if you kids, kids out there, if you're not familiar with Connor Oberst, go find him. Um, especially, especially if you're
0: disgruntled.
1: Yeah, I know. You gotta be in a, you gotta be in a certain headspace. All right. Some of those it, early
0: Connor Oberst songs are
1: Yeah, that's Let's. I, I just want to, to give it. I
0: just want to give him a hug.
1: Yeah. You know? I know. I know I it's, a it's, little... like it's, a different, it's a different kind of deal there.
0: Um, yeah. I lo- but let me be clear: I love Conor Oberst. I think, he, like, it, like, s- genuinely, one of the best songwriters of a generation. I believe that to be true.
1: Very, very good songwriter for sure, but not exactly something you're going to be dialing up to nine before you get ready to watch yeah, you. Don't, don't play it at a,
0: Don't play it at a party. No,
1: <laughs> not what we're doing here. Uh, I think you're gonna this is gonna be the first game three in a while where you're gonna be satisfied because you'll probably naturally want to pick against me instead of going against your instinct. There, I'm gonna take UConn on the road here to win straight up. Uh, Some of this is gonna probably be influenced by having just watched UConn in person dismantle Marquette. UConn won the first one that was about a month ago, that was at Gamble. Um, and yeah, Creighton's really really solid. We had a really fun. Dribble handoff that went up on Thursday, where we uh, we did our own college hoops mock hypothetical trade deadline, and I sent Baylor Shireman to Duke, (laughs) so I I gave I gave Crate Mark Mitchell. So
0: let's be honest, he belongs at Duke.
1: Exactly. Well, it worked on a number of fronts. A Blue Jay for a Blue Devil. Shire gets Shireman, and they need a white dude who can shoot. So that it just seemed to make sense there, because Duke's actually a terrible three point shooting team this season, but. In the real world, Baylor Shireman, as far as I can tell, he's still planning to, to suit up and play for the Jays here on Saturday. I expect a really, really good game. Big East is, is, you know, the top five, six teams in the Big East are giving us just really compelling matchups weekly. This is another really good one. I will take UConn, setting you up for what I'm thinking you were going to take anyway, and that would be Creighton to cover at home.
0: You, you sound like somebody who doesn't know how to sort data at BartTorvik.com. Okay. Because if you could sort data at BartTorvik.com the way I can, what you would know... Is that Creighton's ten and two since Ryan Cockburner returned from a case of mononucleosis? Can you say that last name one more time for me? Ryan Kochbrenner? All right, cool. What did I? What do you think I
1: said? Uh, yeah, I think you were good, but the first the first two or three there might have been a little bit tricky. That's
0: all. Omar, Omar Samhan. Yeah. Ryan Kochbrenner. ten and two since he returned from a case of mononucleosis. It's a kissing virus, so they say. He came back on December 22nd. In that stretch, according to the data, if you sort it correctly at barttorvik.com, here are the best teams in the country since Ryan Kochbrenner returned from a case of mononucleosis. Number one is Alabama. Number two is St. Mary's. Computer trickers, man. I don't know what's going <laughs> on. <laughs> a comp- Number three is Purdue. Number four is Tennessee. Yeah, Number five is Creighton. Creighton's been playing like a top five team since they got, uh, since the Blue Jays got their best player back. And now they only have to lay one point inside the Connor Ober center? I'm wide awake. It's morning. There Creighton we go. minus one. I'm wide awake. It's morning. Dead leg. I'm taking Creighton because I have to, but also because I want to. Game uh-huh. four, Saturday, 4 p.m. Eastern. Duke at number eight, Virginia, inside Jack Jones Arena. You can watch it on ESPN. Kim Palm has it, Virginia, minus six. That's a big number for a low-possession team. That is a big number. Uh, are we getting white
1: Whitehead vibes here? We
0: thinking he's going to return for this one? I don't personally have any white Whitehead vibes.
1: I got I got big white Whitehead vibes here. I'm going to say he's back. I'm going to say he's here. He's back for this one. He returns, comes off the bench, is a factor. But, JPJ, tough spot down there in Seville. Um, I will go... How about this, though? I will say it's at six. I want, So, again, as a reminder... All of our lines are Ken Palm projections because the actual Caesars lines that you'll see on your CBS Sports app they don't get released until Friday late afternoon early evening. I feel like this number when it actually comes in is going to be UVA like minus four. I will say if it's six, I'll have Duke inside that number. Give me Duke to cover Virginia to win if it if it winds up actually being six on the uh, on the boards there out in, out in the desert. So I will. They get Whitehead back. They play well. Another good game from Lively. Virginia has just enough, and they win a good one. This might be the best game of the day on Saturday.
0: Virginia fans are the new Tennessee fans.
1: Virginia fans were out in force on my ACC Mountain West tweet. You don't need to cape up for your conference. You have a really awesome team. Just worry about that.
0: Virginia fans say great offense. To the fact that I have the Cavaliers 11th in the top 25 and 1. Never mind that they're 14th in the net, 14th at Ken Palm, 16th in Sagar, and 15th at Torvik. Crazy to have them outside of the top 10, even though just about every computer does. Virginia's 4-4 four and four in Quadrant 1, so not above 500 in the first quadrant. They do have no additional losses. 4-0 and oh in Quadrant 2, so 8-4 and four in the first two quadrants. That's good. Um, but the only top 25 Ken Palm team Virginia's beaten all year? Baylor back in November. Now, in fairness to Virginia, that is because they don't get to play top 25 Kimpom teams in the stinky ACC. Ken Palm has Virginia 14. Next highest ACC school is Miami at number 30. In the net, it's Virginia 14, Duke 29, Miami 31, NC State 43, UNC 44, Pitt 52, Clemson 70. So Virginia is tied for first in the ACC right now. With the teams that are fifty second and seventieth in the net, tweet that Vanderbilt men's basketball account.
1: That's that pretty much. That was my exact conclusion to that statement. Yep, no doubt about it. Who are you taking?
0: Who'd you take? <laughs> it doesn't matter. This is game four. Virginia. You took Virginia, right? No, no you took Duke. You took Duke. I, uh, yes, I took Duke. <laughs> okay, I'm going to take Virginia. Okay, you're allowed to take Duke. Yeah, I want to take right. Virginia. It's in Jack Jones Arena. What are we talking about? All right. Do you see what happened to uh, Duke the other night, Monday night?
1: <sighs> oh, my gosh.
0: It's also really a, that's, it's
1: a, it's a subplot to this game is how does Duke recover after getting just deep pantsed by Miami?
0: Gosh. The only team that could take a loss like that and then bounce back and win a game like this on the road is Kentucky.
1: Yeah, it's true. Nah, I got Duke. I, I got Duke bouncing back, but this I, there is that is on the table. No, if Whitehead does not play, Virginia wins by fourteen. It would not stun me, you know, Bennett's. Uh, it's
0: a t- it's, a t- it's How about this. If Virginia wins the matchup. league, which it, which it is now projected to do, I, I believe by multiple games, it'll be six ACC titles in a ten year span for Tony Bennett. Yeah, tweet that Vanderbilt men's basketball account. All right, that's enough. Game five, the and one.
1: Saturday, okay, 10 Eastern on ESPN. Number seven UCLA at Oregon on Luke Ridenauer Court. Okay, Ken Palm has the game Bruins minus four. UCLA is one and seven in its last eight trips to Oregon.
0: Who won that Oregon game last night? I fell asleep. I never even looked. <laughs>
1: Oregon was up big. Actually, I, I, I got to figure Oregon one. I I went to. Yeah, they won 7860. They were they were cruising. They beat USC. Being and then bad. UCLA had no issue with
0: Oregon State. Beaver fever. Where are you at? Wait, tweet tweet that. Beaver somebody. fever. Yeah, beaver. Whatever happened to beaver fever. Remember when beaver fever was coming for us?
1: It was all on our ass.
0: Boy, they just disappear. I tell you, they just disappear.
1: Hey, they hey. get all
0: loud on Twitter. You got these fan base. They loud. And they, everybody's an idiot except for them. And then they just disappear. Never see them again. It's a wild situation. Who you got? I trust Oregon at home. Is that it? That's the extent of my analysis.
1: All right, Oregon to call Oregon's four points. You know what? I'm with you. We're gonna go. We're both riding with the Ducks here. I'm. I'm. I'm a big-time UCLA stand this season, and I, I'm i not even putting it out of the realm that I might pick the Bruins to win the whole damn thing once we get to Selection Sunday. Do not hold me to this. I will forget I have said this a week from now, let alone once we get to our podcast tonight of Selection Sunday. But I do think that team has the possibility, potential, the roster, all of it to win it all. But 1-7 in in the last eight trips up to Eugene. Oregon's playing a bit better. The number's big enough. Feels like a toss-up game. We'll both ride with the uh, with the ducks to uh, to cover there. Heads up, real quick. Overall, the weekend is just okay, I think, from a slate perspective. There's nothing on Friday, although you do have Xavier Butler, and that's Sean Miller against that Mata. Miller was on Mata's staff at Xavier when uh, he when Miller began his coaching career at Xavier. He was at NC state before that, but just a, a nice little reunion there. Butler's been a bit of a letdown this season, but we'll see if Xavier can do okay in a road environment. Everything else on Saturday, I will be in studio again for CBS sports HQ starting in the early afternoon. So you'll get a lot of uh, the, the flurry of action between basically the results around the two o'clock hour. And then just after six is really the bulk of it. Um, games. We didn't talk about Baylor at TCU. We'll see if the horn frogs can kind of get going. They're at home here. Baylor's gotten Jonathan Chama. By the way, Jonathan Chama Chachua. We've been saying Jonathan Chama Chachua, but I believe I watched the video of him. He said, I'm Jonathan Chama Chachua. Well,
0: so it, uh, well like he doesn't get to decide. It's, who, his, it's his name. He actually Chama. does. I don't think so. The only person who ever gets to decide Hi, how, how we pronounce their name is Kofi Coburn. Okay. Many
1: would argue that's the one person who should not get to decide, but yes.
0: His name's I Cockburn. Agree. His name is Cockburn. He just said, I'm not doing, I'm not going through my whole life like this. That's what happened there. I'm certain of it.
1: Baylor at TCU four Eastern ESPN two on Saturday. That's a good one. West Virginia is at Texas, West Virginia. It's like solidly in the field, but well, it's, it's got at Texas. I think you made this point on inside college basketball earlier this week. It's got at Texas at Baylor at Kansas at Iowa state still on the schedule. So this could really swing wildly in, in either direction here. Got to figure Texas is going to win that game. But we'll see what West Virginia can do. That's a noon Eastern tip on ESPN2 on Saturday. Indiana plays at Michigan at 6 Eastern on Saturday on ESPN. Michigan has won three in a row. If it were to beat the Hoosiers, then I think it could have... Uh, a case that's worth considering there for getting back in the tournament, but it needs to it needs to do more. It needs to, uh, to absolutely do more. And then Rutgers plays at Illinois. That's a two-eastern tip on Saturday. Just a good Big Ten game. I brought this up as the lead to my power rankings on Thursday. I can't remember a power conference having just a quagmire for second place like the Big Ten right now. Between Rutgers, Indiana, Northwestern, and Michigan, all those teams have five losses. And Illinois, they all have five losses and then Maryland, Iowa, and Michigan State all have six, and then that's really where you draw the line, except Wisconsin has seven, and it's under 500, but Wisconsin has to play road games against Nebraska and Minnesota, and then one against Michigan, but it's, it's still got home games the rest of the way. Don't totally count out the Badgers. That's all I'm saying. There's there's a chance. There's a chance they could actually get back in into the picture if they can win like five of their next six, and I don't think that's impossible. So the Big Ten's just a It's a fascinating mess. Everyone chasing below Purdue and then elsewhere on Saturday, Oklahoma state, Iowa state, Iowa state's been two different teams home versus away this season. Oklahoma state's right there in terms of having a tournament resume. Um, I think that's pretty much it among like really notable, like there's other Clemson at Carolina. I would say is probably worth watching. Carolina's at home. You saw like uh, Caleb Love and R.J. Davis took to Twitter uh, to just dispel some rumors and all that stuff, which is good to see. Don't need to get into those details, but uh,
0: (laughs) yeah, we do. No, we do not. I am not. not.
1: I'm I'm not getting into that. I'm not getting into that. It's ridiculous. Nonsense. I'm not getting into it. If you're interested, go hunt it out. Okay. I'm not getting into that.
0: I covered a team one time. Never uh, mind. Let's just skip it. Let's skip Let's it. just go. All right, here we go. Clemson at North Carolina. I was about to <laughs> tell you a good story. Yeah,
1: yeah, know. Clemson at North Carolina, two Eastern on Saturday. Tigers, both of these, like... I think you can make the case that the loser of this game, and it probably will be the case in Palm's bracket, the loser of that game will be out of the tournament projections when we get to Monday morning. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that, and that's probably the majority of Saturday that you'd really need to know about. And then we'll see what if upsets occur, we'll, we'll hit you on the on the follow up. And then Sunday, Michigan Ohio State, one o'clock Eastern, CBS, and then we got the Super Bowl. We might as well just pick it for fun. I will go Chiefs over Eagles. Uh, like, yeah, uh, Chiefs over Eagles, like 27 17. Chiefs over Eagles, 31 24. All right. So we both got the Chiefs covering. That does not need to be a. Fi- uh, should we, sh- we we did the title game, final four and one for college football. Should the Super Bowl be a final four and one count, too?
0: You should absolutely do it. Put it right. in there. It, so we, it's- if we got six games. We picked six games this week, including the Super Bowl. We're both taking the Chiefs plus the point. One, what is it? One and a half? Yeah.
1: Oh, I got it, and I got a shout out. I said I would do it. Shouts to Tyler Spanier. He tweeted you and I on Thursday night. He was—he might be a father right now, as we speak, having a baby in the hospital. Said, "Don't worry, Matt Norland. In theory,
0: could have been a father even before last night.
1: That's you know? also true. Uh, in the hospital with my wife, getting ready for her to give birth, and they have the Pac-12 Network on the TV. Hashtag not a fridge. So he was dialed in at the hospital. Now we know hospitals and refrigerators. Your place to go for the Pac 12.
0: Yeah, I don't know that I buy it. I don't know. I don't know that I buy it. Sounds made up. It sounds like a made up story. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. He he could have said, I'm at the hospital. My wife is about to deliver a unicorn and I'm watching the ACC network. And that would have sounded more believable to me than my wife is about to have a baby and I'm watching the Pac 12 network.
1: Tyler, I want you to know that um, our listeners are very happy for you. Kevin B says, Congrats on the sex. So, there we go.
0: He's one of us. He is.
1: Although, I mean, yeah. I guess I, it could have theoretically been before marriage, but he might have been, this might be child five for all we know.
0: I feel like Tyler's one of us. He didn't, he, didn't, he didn't mention it one way or the other, but I feel like Tyler's one of us.
1: Yeah, probably true. Uh, as we get out of here, I can give you the update on that poll here. Hold on. Uh, the tweet, Mountain West or Carolina. All uh, right, now... Go find my Twitter at Matt Norlander. We got 76.5% say all Mountain West teams will win more games in North Carolina in the tournament. 23.5% is actually not that bad of a showing there for the Tar Heels. I'd suggest you win at home against Clemson, which you did for like seven decades in a row until finally getting picked (laughs) off a couple years ago. Maybe pick up back on that pattern and help yourself out.
0: Shouts to Devin Downey. Shouts to Chester South Carolina. Shouts to Hulk. Shouts to Larnell. Shouts to Tyler Spanier. One of us. If you're not subscribed, please go subscribe anywhere you subscribe to podcasts, including Apple, and Spotify, leave nice comments over at Apple, five stars, a review, type some words. There is more of us than one of them. There's more of us than oh. them. You ever watch that show, The Last of Us? You know what it's
1: no, about? No, I'll get to it. That's after. I got to get through the season. I'll get to that eventually.
0: Yeah. I don't have the time. I understand. I don't really either. You're not subscribed to the YouTube channel. Knock it out while you're here. Smash that like button. And we're going to talk to you again. We don't know when we're going to talk to you again.
1: Don't know. We got to figure it. I will. We will talk. That's a something, that's little something. When the show ends, uh, we will talk offline. I don't know when the when the next podcast is coming. You will get it, but we have not figured out this. There's just this stuff.
0: What if what if they don't get it? What if, it, what if there is never a next it's, podcast? It's on its way.
1: It's on its way. But we just don't know between all of our schedules.
0: It could be early Sunday or later Sunday. Or Monday. Correct. Yep. Sounds like it's going to be one of those. How about how about 635 Eastern on Sunday? <laughs> Let's go head-to-head against the Super Bowl. <laughs> hey, everybody. Put your Rotel down and turn off Patrick Mahomes.
1: We will not be going head-to-head with the Super Bowl, but it'll be there. And how about this? If you are subscribe to the youtube channel and you have ding the bell you will literally get the alert when the show goes live that's the best way to catch us and to follow us in real time
0: that's your that's your incentive mm-hmm. although i'm not sure the alerts work
1: we really started this show for 30 minutes talking mountain west acc
0: we'll do it again whenever we do another podcast we might do it again bye